Welcome to Strategies of Life podcast. It's to help you lay out paths, directions, and to give encouragement. There are many who desire to have a change in their life, spiritually, physically, financially. To have that change, there's one thing that must be understood. You will have to embrace the pain. The pain of what you must get through to reach the best place or the good place from where you are now. You see, starting out, it's not the challenge, but it's when you get to the pain, that's when you start stretching muscles, refusing the habit, and having to start the discipline in your spirit. There are some that like to talk about starting to change. They know how to tell you, but they're always stopping at the pain. You see, the change calls for repetition. To make a change, you have to be faithful in the repetition to see a change in your life. Proverbs 14 and 23 says, Work brings profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. Pain is between starting and the finish line. It's the process that brings the change. Welcome to Strategies of Life podcast. Welcome to Strategies of Life broadcast. Um, my co-host today is Brother Josh Wiggins, Brother Jody Wilbanks. Good to have you guys with us. Good to be here. Good to be here. Looking forward to uh, just transpiring the word and getting it in uh, in everyday language. Yes, sir. We're going to talk about our topic today. Uh, topic today, Brother Josh is, and Brother Jody has embraced the pain, a message I preached on a few weeks ago. And um, we're going to talk about uh, what I preached and, and some life events that took place in my life and, you know, uh, how, how it can help you out. Absolutely, Pastor. One of the things I noticed in your uh, last sermons is uh, you were preaching about moving forward, pressing on, embracing the pain. Um, but I know in your personal life, I know you faced some things that you had to press through. Um, I know you said you lost your parents and, and a wreck both at the same time. But it, during that process of that, um, what, what was the point it, during that pain, during that process that you decided, no, this isn't going to stop me. This is I got to go forward. I mean, yes, sir. I, I, I guess it was my raising, my mom and dad, the, the teaching I had in me. Uh, I can tell you the point that I made my mind up that day on the side of the road when my mom and dad laid in the car, deceased. I was a, uh, a deputy, a reserve deputy. It was the chaplain that called me on duty, and they didn't even know it was my mom and dad until mm-hmm. I got there. But 20 minutes earlier, I had hugged my mom and dad and kissed them and thanked them for a watch that they had bought me and and uh, thanked them for the gift. But 30 minutes later, I was looking into a car that my mom and dad was deceased, was killed in this accident. And I remember getting on my knees in, on the blacktop and I could hear Satan spewing words into my mind, God don't love you, God's forsaken you. But I remember the word of God coming very strong in my mind and my spirit that you know once that we are born we are to die and I could hear my mom and dad's voice and their their voice telling me you know don't let this overcome you don't let this defeat you and I began at that moment get on my hands and knees and thank God 
that, hey, I know they're gone together, but, uh, you know, one day if I live right, I'll see them. But from that moment on, it, it was a fight. It was a struggle to to battle through, you know, depression, oppression, you know, bitterness and hatred. But I'm, I'm telling you, I, it's endured a lot of feelings, but, but, I, but through it all, I made it, and it's made me a better person. Absolutely, and that reflects in your preaching also. Thank you. There's one of the th- uh, things you just made mention of that while you was there, the scriptures came to you, and that that's that's something that as a young adult, I, I remember you hearing you tell the story over and over uh, about those verses coming to you. It's like David said, I hide those words in my heart. Uh, so when these times come up, when the pain of life hits us, we we have those verses and the word of God in our hearts to help us endure yes. through it. Yes, you, you know, I, I remember on Monday evenings when they got killed, but Tuesday morning about 2 o'clock, I woke my wife up and said, I'm going to church and pray. And, and man, I laid on the pew that they, they sit on, and, and I was just devastated, and I wept and cried, and I screamed, God, I need to hear from you. And, I, and, I, and all of a sudden, I laid there, I know how long, and laid there for a while. Then all of a sudden, I heard the soft voice of God speak to me and said, For all things work together for the good, for them that love the Lord is called according to his purpose. And, and when I heard that in my mind, I, I jumped to my feet, lifted my hands, and I said, If this is to make me better and to make my life better, God, I'm going to go through it. But I know I can with you. And I can tell you from that day on, you know, through different adversities and trials that I've been through, uh, God's made me better. It, it, it was very painful. I mean, I, I fought the spirits that everybody else felt, you know, fights when they lose a loved one. Uh, it felt like they'd forsaken me, uh, depressed. Uh, I felt the darkness of loss, uh, you know, but I refused to bow to that spirit and let it control my life. I refuse to. And I would not give in to the spirit of letting it keep me down and letting it destroy my life, my home, and my ministry. Absolutely. Through a question, through with someone that's going through a painful situation right now, not quite understanding it, not understanding um, what's going on, what would you say to them that could be a, the first step of overcoming this and getting through it and understanding it. Yes, sir. The first thing I would tell them if they're going through a period like that is to, number one, set your mind not to get mad at God. Uh, Don't get mad at God. Don't get mad at God. Life's going to happen. You know, it don't tell us what's going to come to us. But you remember I preached on Joseph when Joseph was given a dream. And Joseph given this dream that one day his family would bow before him. He'd be a great leader. And he was, you know, he, he was excited about it. But, you know, it came from God. Just because, you know, we're, we're children of God, we're filled with the Holy Ghost, doesn't mean that we're not going to suffer afflictions and battles and bad circumstances. But, but I, I would tell them, don't, don't get mad at God. Don't, right. don't get mad at God. But uh, Joseph, he had to endure some pain also. Right. I, I would uh, add in that it rains on the just as well as the unjust, yes. and and as faithful as your mom and dad were here to to this church, you know we as a church body we were all like why 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 you know but but it's just all a part of it just 
it rains on the just and the unjust. It doesn't matter. Yes. Life, life's going to come to us, and we got to embrace that. And that. And sometimes people, I know, I, you know, I'm challenged with it, but, and I know some people are stronger mentally. And I talked to you, brother Josh, about things in my life that I've been through and the training I've been through. And, and I, I believe through the training, the way I was raised by my mom and dad, it conditioned my mind and spirit to go through what I went through. To prepare you. Yes, sir. And, and sometimes we don't understand at that moment, you know, why is my, why my life going through this? Yeah. Just like Joseph, you know, he's excited about the news, you know. I, I had this dream, but his brothers hated him the more. You read where they hated him more and more. And he finds himself in a pit, you know, and hearing his brothers, I'm going to sell you. We're going to sell you and get rid of you. We hate you. But Joseph, I'm sure he had to go, Brother Josh, through feelings and emotions, you know. Um, look, they're hating me. Why are they hating me? God gave me this dream. Just because we're children of God does not mean we're not going to experience pain. Right. Absolutely. And that's that's one of the things that, that I, I, I've experienced in my life, and you, you may can elaborate on on. On some some more of this, it, whether it be your ministry, whether it be uh, a goal at your employment, a job, or anything like that, you got to be careful on who you uh, who you talk to about yes. those kind of things. Absolutely, yeah. uh, you know. Also, it's in our human nature to blame something. We don't want to hurt. We don't want to go through the pain. You know, much like a child doesn't want a whooping. You yeah. know, there's there's a bigger picture there. Right. Yes. But as humans, we do want to blame something. And yes. So it, what a, what better person blaming God? Something we can't see at the moment. You know. And and you know, be, being here as a young adult when when the passing of his mom, your mom and dad, I remember there there was no blame game. I I remember coming in here and and he and, and brother Wilbanks and sister Wilbanks would be in the front worshiping with with that. Adam worshiping God and thanking him for this valley that they were going through, that he was going to be with them. And that, that would be something I would tell our listeners today is worship your way through anything. Yes, sir. I'm telling you, I, I and I'm just not talking what I'm talking about. I, I lived it in my life. Right. And I, I, I remember uh, when they rolled my mom, it was bad going to to make arrangements for one you know, funeral. But we was having to set and make me and my brother and sister and my family making arrangements for two funerals at two at the same time. So mm-hmm. as we was at the front waiting on them to be rolled down, I turned and looked and there wasn't one coffin. There was two coffins coming down the aisle. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I was overcome with emotions, but down deep in my spirit, I said, I know who I got to turn to. And you, you, you cannot allow uh, that, that depression and that darkness turned anger on God. Well, God, you could keep me from that. He never promised us that he would keep us out of challenges and circumstances that brings pain. But he did promise. I, you know, when you go through the fire, I'll be with you. When you go through the water, I'll be with you. He promised that he would be with us. So at that time, I I, I held that word in my mind. And and me and my wife and Adam was around, my my daughter Hannah was around the front. And we began to worship God back and forth as they set the coffins up. My mom and dad, well, why did you do that? I refused to give in to the darkness of depression and hatred towards God. Just as Joseph, I mean, he comes out of a pit, tied behind an ox cart, taken across the desert, see now desert down to Egypt. 
My God, mm-hmm. can you can't you imagine Joseph saying, "Is the God? Did you really mm-hmm. give me this dream?" Absolutely. You know, it seems like the pain is part of the process to the greater cause. Yes. And I think God knows that. Yes, sir. And I, I, that's why we want to help somebody listening that you I don't know what you're going through spiritually, physically, life, but I'm here to tell you, you you, you got to stand back and look, where is this pain going to take me? Absolutely. Where is it going to better my life? Because God won't put no more on you than you can bear. Believe me, I asked him many times in that time, whoo, this is heavy, Lord. This is heavy. But all at that same time, I felt his hand on me. And, 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 and not only that, the day that my mom and dad got killed, we went to the, the, the emergency room. The boy who hit my mom and dad head on and killed him, right. he played basketball with my boys in high school. And when I got there, I said, hey, I want to go where he's at. I want to pray for him. It broke his neck. I said, I want to pray. Well, and I had some family getting mad because why are you praying for him? I want to do the right thing. Absolutely. I want to do the right thing. Doing the wrong thing don't bring the right thing. And so I went and prayed God have mercy on him and his family. Long story short, when he got out of the hospital, he came to this church. And we, right. we we introduced him. We prayed for his family. I took him out to eat. And, and some still couldn't believe it. I refused to give in to hatred. I, I refused to give in to malice. I refused. It Was it painful? Yes, it was yes. a fight. But I refused to give in to it. Absolutely. I believe that forgiveness is part of the healing process. Yes, sir. Overcoming that pain. Oh, yes, sir, it was. I believe it's in Matthew. It talks about speaking to the mountain. And you, you made mention of this all, about a week or so ago, that for you to be able to move that mountain, it talks about their, their forgiveness. Yes. Uh, right after, if you're going to have the power to speak to something yes. to change in your life, uh, grudges... Yes, will hold will hold mountains in front of you yes. in high places. So uh, that that couldn't have been one of the easiest things you you've ever no. done through that whole process was forgiving because you sitting there looking at looking at the man. Hey, you know your flesh is going to be flesh, but that's one thing I that I learned from is going through is hey, don't hold on to a grudge. No, you move past it, you live past it, and it continue it will continue to carry you forward. So that that would be something that. Just a little nugget here to, to put into your life as you're listening. I can't I can't hold on to that grudge and keep it. As we go back to the story of Joseph, as you continue in that, Joseph had to for, forgive his brothers. Yes, he did. You, you know, and, and some kept asking me how 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 did you do that? I said I fought the same fight you fight to overcome, but I chose not to give into the spirit of it. I chose not to submit to it. It was a fight. Yeah, it was a fight. But I, I know how strong I am. I'm pretty strong in my mind and spirit. And I refused because I knew the damage that it would do if I allow it to hang on. But oh, Joseph, you hear this. He sold, he's took into Egypt. Potiphar buys him like a, like a naked animal on an auction block, takes him into his house for 10 years he serves as a servant to Potiphar, serves him. Now, he's got this dream, Brother Josh. Brother Josh he's got this dream that I'm going to be a great leader one day. Can you imagine this young man, 17 years old? I'm going to be a great leader one day. But look, man, I'm in this. And so many people say, well, if God's going to bless my life and I'm going to be greater and I'm going to do greater things, well, why am I where I'm at right now? Right. There's Absolutely. a reason. 
Absolutely. I think it's most important why you trust God in all this as he's walking you through these things and through life. Uh, God's always going to see the bigger picture. As yes. humans, we're only going to see about as far as our hand can reach out. Oh, my. I'll tell you, I, I've been in those moments where I felt like I was in, where Joseph in a dungeon all by myself, and yeah. nobody nobody really knows where, where I was at. And the whole time, there's there, obviously there's other people going through the same situation I am. But it, that, when you get in those moments, and I'm sure there's some listeners who feel like that as well right now, that I feel like I've been sold, I've been thrown into captivity, yes, yes. I'm there by myself. And and as we're going to see, Joseph just he held on to his dream no matter what. You, you said that. I'm going to testify about this. I, I remember there was three months that I had to every week talk to insurance companies, five insurance companies, four or five times a week and tell them the story of how my mom and dad got killed continually mm-hmm. till the spirit got on me that, I mean, I couldn't sleep two or three hours a night. Mm-hmm. And my wife was concerned and I was concerned for my health. And I said, you know, I can't go like this. And I got to a point, I said, you know, whoa, God, this is heavy. And I went to the doctor. They encouraged me to go to the doctor. I went to the doctor. They gave me a big old bottle of pills to help me sleep. I took one the first night. I woke up, and I felt bad the next day. I mean, I couldn't even hardly function. So I brought that bottle of pills down to the church. I went to the front and I, where I pray, and I said, now, God, I say, either you're going to help me or I'm just going to die because I'm not taking these pills no more. I went to the bathroom, poured them in, flushed it down, and I said, Lord, I'm asking for this, your, your spirit of peace to come on me in your name. Excellent. And I asked. And that night, I slept a full night. I, what happened, I refused. With God's help, I refused, and he strengthened me to allow it to control me. Wow. Do you remember the moment that you actually realized that, hey, I've overcome this? Yes, sir. I remember it a few days later when I felt good, you know, <laughs> I know when I got some sleep. Yes. I, I said, thank you, God. But, you know, we can let we can let those spirits drive us to places, and it's yeah. scary. I mean, you'll get there before you know it. Yes, if, if you allow that the, the hatred or malice or or the, or, or the pain of that situation uh, stay in you uh, for a long time, it'll drive you to places that you never imagined you'll go. Absolutely. But right. but but Opato, But I'll go back to Joseph. Joseph. This is what I love about him. The Bible said every day Potiphar's wife came to test him. A young man, his hormones were, were, I mean, he was young. You know, he had desires. And she was in there floating herself, testing him. Mm. But but Joseph refused her. Just like I, I refused those spirits, I refused to fall into hatred. And I could have hated that boy. I could have hated, had malice and bitterness in my heart, and but it would have destroyed me. But but Joseph, I believe, allowed that dream to be dominant in his spirit. Yes. And I, I, ref, I refused because I looked and I said, hey, if I let this dominate me, I could lose my, my, my family. Yes. I could lose the church. Yes. And I stood back and I said, oh, no, this ain't happening. There was, there's something you just said there. It, the dream was his dominant. Yes. That's what dominated him. A lot of times we allow the hatred to speak louder into our lives than, than we do. We, we got, and it's up to us to push yes. past that voice 
and to make that dream louder to yeah. to us when when we wake up Have it's about vision. it's about our dream when we go when we eat lunch it's about our dream when we go that's and I feel like that's what Joseph no 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 ma'am I'm not going to partake I've got a dream I'm going I'm going to the top absolutely exactly you know but after he served get this he was 10 years in it and some think, man, this thing's last so long. I don't know how long you may have you going through something right now. You may have been in a month, you may have been in five years, six months, whatever. But I don't know your time period. But I'm here to tell you this: that that pain, if you will endure it, is going to take you somewhere great in your life. When you there's a day that you're going to come out of it. Joseph served ten years, and one day. She lied on him. There, guys, there are circumstances that happens that moves you from one thing to another. Absolutely. And, and I, I've seen it in my life. You know, family situations with my children. I mean, it'll move you from one situation to another. But oh, Joseph is lied on. She lies on him. Sends him to prison for two years. And I, I, I still imagine my mind, Joseph, what in the world, you know, what's <laughs> right. going on, God? Yeah. You gave me this dream. And, and, and somebody out there may be going through a, a spiritual problem in your home, your marriage, your, 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 your battle with a habit. God, you know, how long? You, you've got to make your mind up. I'm going to change I'm going to use this pain to, to, to carry me forward. I refuse to let it destroy me right now. And I'm going to work hard with determination. And I'm going to stay steadfast until I see I reach the place I desire. Absolutely. Oh, I agree. Oh, oh Joseph, uh, sitting here thinking about him, in, while he was in prison, he was making friends there. Yes, he because, was. Because he was able to ask uh, the baker, I believe it was, when he went, hey, remember me? And then, yeah. and it was sometime down the road, but but Joseph was impacting lives. That, so later one day, that would be his way out. Yes, it would. And so, but he moved from one event to the to the prison for two years. Then it come a day, I love it, that that the king needed somebody to interpret his dream. Mm-hmm. Yes. But but oh, here they went and got Joseph. He he said he said I I know a man. And Joseph had impacted that yes. long enough or strong enough that when there was an opposition came up in his life that he couldn't have the answer to, he knew who did. Yes. And, and I, I've, I've learned in my life that the thing, if, I, if I'm praying, God, I want to grow. I want to be greater for you, greater for the kingdom. Well, I just get, I get, get ready because there's some pain going to come. Absolutely. It's part of the process. Yes. And like it's going to the gym. If you want to change your physique, your body, your, your physical being, you're not going to change by going in and looking at the weights that are heavy. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to pick them up, which are going to stretch those muscles, tear them apart to where they'll form the way you want them to be. I was thinking about pain uh, today, and pain, uh, obviously the statements made around here a bunch is don't waste your pain, but where, where I get pain at, it tells me that there was life that I wasn't living behind that muscle at that right. time. Right. And, and, and in your life, right where you are and you feel pain, there's life behind that that you hadn't been living yet. That's so true. Absolutely. But 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 Joseph, Joseph is taken out of the the prison. <laughs> He's taken before the king. Long story short, the king promotes him because he interpreted his dream, sets him up as, as the second in command. 
Now get this, man, I, 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 lo- I love the end of this. When old Joseph had been there so long and God put him right where he needed to be through the pain, listen, through the pain that he went through, there come a day that Joseph was looking at his brethren and Joseph said to his brothers, that his, his real brothers, he said, come near to me, I pray you. And they came to him and said, he said, boys, I'm Joseph, your brother, who you sold to Egypt. Now, he said, now, therefore, he said, don't be grieved nor angry with yourselves that you sold me hither. For God, hear me, guys, for God did send me before you to preserve life. He went through all of that pain to save a life. Imagine if we if we're going to go through our pain, embrace that pain because there is some greatness coming to your life. Absolutely, and it's going to impact the people you know and the yes. people in your life for sure. Yes, it is. It was, it was outstanding to me that that Joseph was able to endure all of that just so one day that when his brothers come looking to him, he's there. Yes, he is. And I, I know people, you're, you may be getting discouraged, but I'm going to tell you one thing right now. You need to get up, push your way through what you're going through, and don't let the dark night determine your daytime. You push until you see daylight. You wor- you pray until you hear his voice. You worship until you hear the ground above, below you trembling. And I want you to understand one thing. God still loves you. Even though you may be suffering some pain, he still loves you. I, I would that that is that is so so true. I would encourage somebody if you're feeling pain right now in your life and you're going through it, just remind yourself that he is setting yourself ahead for for someone else. Amen. I pray that today's uh, podcast would influence you to have faith in what you're going through. That God still loves you. And you may be suffering someplace in your life, but I'm here to tell you, you hang on, you push through, you endure, because your pain is going to take you to somewhere great in, for, in your life. God has some greatness for you. There are some great days ahead of you. You hang on, you push through. Thank you for listening to Strategies of Life broadcast.